part of my job entails hopping on the phone and convincing companies and conferences to book me as a speaker. It's like a job interview every single time, and it always reminds me of my very first phone interviews for internships back in college. I was so nervous then. My knees would be shaking, and I'd basically just feel nauseous with anxiety. And even though I've become a lot more comfortable over the years, there are still a few key best practices I rely on to make the best possible impression when interviewing over the phone. First, I always try to stand up. When you're standing, your entire demeanor changes, and often your vocal tone does too. I actually record all of my podcasts standing up, so... (laughs) And to me, it's just how I sound the most engaged and articulate when I'm talking to you, but really in my basement studio, I'm talking into the void. So take that into account. So when I'm listening to the dial tone ring, you know, nervously awaiting the pickup on the other end of the phone, I also force myself to smile, not just stand up, but to actually plaster a smile on my face, knowing that it'll make me sound more pleasant and cheerful when they pick up too. But instead of nerves being my biggest enemy nowadays, honestly, it's distractions. Since I take these calls throughout the course of an average workday, I'm usually within sight of my laptop, which is ripe with distractions, even if it's just my inbox. One minute, I'll be engrossed in a conversation with a potential client, and the next, I'll see an urgent customer's request appear at the top of my inbox. Ah! Or one of my team members might pop into Slack to chat with me. Yikes, it's so tempting to want to jump right in and read those things immediately. And I find that it is impossible to not be distracted when you're within sight of your screens. So for any job seeker who's taking a phone interview, just because your face isn't on camera, if you're, if you're not doing this via video chat, it doesn't mean you should let your eyes wander. Sequester yourself in a room without screens whenever possible to make it easy to avoid any alerts and notifications that are popping up while you're mid-sentence. The one thing I recommend you do keep with Insight is the name or names of the folks you're speaking to. This is especially true when you've got multiple interviewers on the other end of the line. Whenever you can, write their names on a sticky note before you're even on the call and keep that sticky note posted within sight. Use their names a few times throughout the call to show you're really listening. As Dale Carnegie once said, quote, a person's name is to him or her the sweetest and most important sound in any language. The key here is to make sure you're never giving the impression that there are more important things you'd rather be doing than talking to them right this moment. And if, God forbid, something crazy does come up, like a fire alarm or, in my case, your dog starts barking his head off at the mail carrier, put yourself on mute. And if absolutely necessary, ask politely for a moment to yourself. You might say something like, I'm so sorry to ask, but may I place you on a very brief hold? And then upon return, explain, but don't dwell on whatever went down. Just dive right back into the conversation with something like, my apologies, so where were we? Keep these principles of strong phone etiquette in mind for your next interview or pitch call, and you're sure to give a polished, professional impression. 
Do you have any phone interview best practices to share or some horror story about a phone interview faux pas? I'd love to hear about it on social media at Emily Aries and Bossed Up Org or in the comments section at bossedup.org slash episode 49. And as always, weigh in on the conversation in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook. I can't wait to hear what you think. 